welcome, and uh, may the good Lord be with you indeed. You have greetings from the bully pulpit of More Than Money. You've got your host, Alyssa Young, in the studio. Good morning. Last week, you were on assignment. You were out traveling with the family mm-hmm. and uh, checking in remotely, and today you're with us. Yes, sir. That lifts the spirits of everyone listening because <laughs> they were gone last week. <sighs> I got a lot of emails and phone calls about it. Like, how dare you leave him to do that show alone? Exactly. It was exactly. torture. Well, uh, and <laughs> half the fo- phone calls were, how dare you leave him alone? Because he was just wandering around. <laughs> he seems nice, but he was wandering around. <laughs> he was like a lost puppy. He was. Someone needs to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And the others were like, come on, give us something intelligent, not Gene. <laughs> and not uh, to all of you, I say, <laughs> <laughs> What a great start that to a is, show. That That's really why is. it's a great Epic. day out there. So we got to get mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to kind of pop our spirits. So welcome back. Thank you. And uh, your road trip, everybody returned safely and sound. Yes, we did. And uh, gosh, we had a road trip of our own. We'll talk about that here in a bit. Um, lots of things to cover this morning. Welcome to More Than Money. If you are a loyal listener, you know exactly how this works. We... Uh, We riff a little bit. We let you know what's going on. We give you some housekeeping items, and then we turn the phones on. Uh, 610-720-7900. Always appreciating the icebreaker call. The person who calls first seems to uh, let loose the the Krakens. And uh, those two things, it's a terrible analogy. I apologize. Uh, 610-720-7900. You can certainly send us emails, both. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can go Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com, and both of those work very well. And if you'd like to uh, share our show with anyone who has access to the Internet, uh, smartphone, uh, tablet, laptop, or workstation, all you need to do is let them go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. And hit the listen live button, and you're in. You're in miracles of modern technology, which is why we have listeners up and down the uh, eastern seaboard, uh, across the upper Midwest, down the West Coast, and uh, beyond. Yep, we have listeners everywhere. There are folks who are sad this morning with all the results that are being reported or not reported. We have uh, little or no intention of talking to any length at all about the elections. They are what they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the keys to um, turning my mental health around when I was a young man, Mm -hmm. a young man in my 20s, I had spent a significant amount of time away from home for the first time in college, um, challenged by uh, both uh, college and the Air Force, spent a significant amount of time with some significant challenges there. And I say challenges because they 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 were they were fun. They were this was adventures as far as I was concerned. Uh, and along the way, things happen that you go, oh, that stinks. And for a lot of you this week, there's there's been more than enough reason to announce that that stinks. Um, it isn't what happens; it's what you think about what happens that matters. It isn't what happens. There are people who go through dreadful scenarios and yet they have a smile on their face and they're grateful to be alive and they thank their God and they enjoy a sunrise and it's, they're just, 
wonderful to be around. And there are others who they stubbed their toe when they got up late one night three weeks ago, and they're still whining. Hmm. So it's not what happens. It's what you think about what happens. And what I think is pick yourself up, dust yourself off, get back in the game, and enjoy the game. It's a game. Wow. It's a game. It's like a therapy session. Ah, you get just way a, more than money here. This way more. <laughs> way more. Uh, speaking of pick yourself up and dust yourself off, for all of you who are loyal listeners, you know that at our More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth and beyond, because we have a northern office now as well, up in Scioto. I know it sounds rude, but it's a very nice little town. Uh, our tax division is headed up by Diane, if if that is her real name. And um, she had uh, a bit of a challenge herself this week. As she headed out, we were we were traveling. She got back and had uh, missed a few days of running and decided to uh, get a good run in. And before she could even get started, uh, took a fall. And uh, nine stitches later... Ugh. And uh, some pictures that uh, if you've got uh, breakfast on the table this morning, you don't want to look at. Uh, She's home. She's recuperating. She's in very good spirits. Um, And again, it's not what happens. It's how you think about what happens. And she has told everyone that will listen that it's not great, but it could have been so much worse. And she's really happy that she can walk pretty well and uh, she motor, motors around, and she's got tons of support by friends and family, uh, particularly our daughter, Megan, who really stepped up hmm. and really was uh, was just fantastic. And fa- again, it's how you think about things. Nobody's happy about being in an ER. Nobody's happy about stuff, blood and goods. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but you take charge, and you, you get things done, and you care about people. And so... Um, I wanted everyone to know so you can think good thoughts and you can send prayers because we really do appreciate that for her quick healing. And uh, we expect that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad she's okay. Indeed. Yeah. 610-720-7900. The markets were up. Watch how I did. Markets were up markedly this week. Ooh. <laughs> Pretty significant. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, uh, dramatically so. And then they held on nicely Friday. Mm-hmm. So folks who were saying, well, Thursday was kind of flash in the pan, does not appear so. So that's pretty good stuff. Uh, cryptocurrency not weathering the storm very well. <clears throat> uh, what's the technical term? I know I, we learned it in the CFP. Pre- oh, yeah, they took it in the shorts this week. And <laughs> woof, wow. Uh, crypto uh, Bitcoin that, uh, gosh, what, a year or so ago was $60,000 a coin, now down to $16,000 a coin. What would that be? That would be like $44,000 drop off of six. That'd be like a 70% drop when um, some of the smart-ass, uh, some of the experts in crypto in January were announcing that uh, with inflation rising, crypto was where you needed to be because it was an inflation uh, protection. Hmm. Not appearing to be so. I know, not so much. Uh, and one of the major crypto exchanges, uh, ETF. ETF, I believe, is uh, the exchange that they're uh, discussing as oh. filing, filing for Chapter 11. And some of the uh, major hedge funds and uh, 
venture capital funds who put big money into it, um, valued at $32 billion about seven minutes ago, and now valued at Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Hmm. Some interesting stuff going on there. Make sure that you pay close uh, attention uh, to that. I want to thank my guests for this past week's, uh, or this week's, uh, what, this past Tuesday's PBS 39 show, uh, Barry and, and Amy from the Josh Early family. Ah, wonderful. Just just a wonderful interview. Um, fifth generation, fabulous company, um, part of the fabric, the literally the fabric of the Lehigh Valley. If you did not get a chance to, uh, to see that in its live broadcast, um, check us out on the website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Go to our TV shows and you'll find it there. Um, you, you'll enjoy that. They're, they're just wonderful. Brother and sister who get along. Hmm. An- I, I haven't seen it yet, but I look forward to it. And um, I shared the news it was going to be on with clients of mine who one uh, the woman works there. And um, I knew they'd appreciate it. So they said that you really ca- uh, the interview captured the essence of the family-run business. And so I'm looking forward to watching that. We'll catch it online. That's, uh, that's very kind of them. It, uh, I, I have had the advantage in, in my career, my interviewing career, of having wonderful role models. And um, for everyone who's who's appreciative of my interviewing style, uh, role models come in two forms. People that you really want to emulate and people you don't. <laughs> and I've had... learn a lot from oh, the people who do it poorly. Oh, <laughs> oh it's... Um, and, and, of course, since I have my own... Um, I have confidence in my own style when I hear styles that are so diametrically opposed, particularly the ones where people talk over their guests. Mm. It's, just, it's like fingernails on a blackboard. And then you get people like Barry and Amy. Forgive me. It's going to be a bad one. They're so sweet. See, see how I did that? Mm. Josh Early Candies. So sweet. Nice. And so thoughtful. They brought candies for the, for the, for the crew. <laughs> their stuff's so good. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They brought an entire bag full and the crew that was nice. about lost their minds. Because camera guys and directors and audio, they, they don't get a lot of love. No, They're that all, was very thoughtful. Uh, very, very thoughtful. They're so, so very sweet. But, but they, they had so much of value to share. And they were so uh, open and, and clear, um, transparently clear, wonderfully clear. Um, uh, about what what has gone before them and what they hope mm. comes after them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it makes it easy. Yeah. When you have quality people, it makes it easy. So if you didn't get a chance, take a look. Uh, yesterday was Veterans Day. Uh, I wish um, the very best to all of our veterans. Tough time on occasion to be a veteran, but uh, uh, there are many of us who look to our military vets as... Uh, along with perhaps our first responders, as maybe the last bastion. Um, There was a time growing up when I thought that uh, my sports heroes were real heroes. Mm. And then I met some of them. And putting aside the alcoholism, (laughs) or looking at today's sports stars, putting aside the ego and putting aside the 
the anti-Semitic rants and putting aside so much. Oh, you can't put it aside. They're they, they're just it's a business, and and they have little or no regard uh, as opposed to uh, people of real service. So uh, we remember Veterans Day, and uh, we congratulate all of you. We thank you for your service. Without a doubt. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. I think I've covered everything. We have a guest coming on the show Ooh, today. Fantastic. Yeah, um, at 8.30, we are going to have an interview with Kagan Morris from Ash Brokerage. He's a retirement income specialist. We refer to him in our world headquarters as our annuity specialist. Um, and Kagan's going to call in to talk about um, Social Security and taxes. Um, some interesting things, some things that he um, is concerned about, some possible solutions, things for you to be aware of. So hopefully you'll learn something from uh, that discussion with Kagan uh, after our first break. Outstanding. Something to look forward to. And um, I had one more thing I forgot. Um I guess forgot is probably not the right term. Um, put it for the end because um, Diane and I were very blessed this week. We had a chance to do some traveling. And in this case, traveling meant that we uh, we hopped a plane and went to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the, uh, the invitation to come down, join some other very successful financial advisors, take a few days to exchange ideas, come back hopefully with ideas that will help our clients and of course hopefully share ideas that will help their clients as well uh and uh i had the added advantage in terms of anticipation and excitement in that i have a very good friend carmen who uh, is uh, from puerto rico and uh, i see her almost every week and she assured me that it was a beautiful place to be and that the people were beautiful. And she was not fibbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of you who uh, have that opportunity, if you if you do have that opportunity, please take it. Um, we, we were in the San Juan area, and it was a... a uh, do, are they facing challenges? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. There are magnificent buildings interspersed among buildings that are absolute they're just shells mm-hmm. um six or eight weeks ago they had 30 inches of rain in 24 hours wow yeah you can't even imagine that um the, the devastation from hurricanes over the last few years has been really intense and yet we go into old san juan where parts of that city part of that that section of the city are, are over 500 years old and it's still magnificent mm-hmm. still magnificent what was really magnificent was the people even when we were in restaurants and we try to go to local restaurants when we're traveling the the hotels are beautiful but it's a hotel Mm -hmm. please um and we got some really nice uh suggestions and we had some wonderful meals when you're sitting next to a group of folks who are speaking a language you don't understand and yet you clearly understand that they are joyous they are happy they're uplifted they're energetic it puts a smile on your face. Uh, it just, it's, it, 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 the people were lovely. The only thing I didn't like, didn't like, <laughs> the young men in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. no matter what job they're doing, they're all movie star handsome. <laughs> oh my gosh. We walked out our, of, our, of our hotel room the first morning 
and the young man vacuuming the hallway. <laughs> Looks like a movie star. I'm going, is, it, is this a prank? Uh, he's tall, he's slender, he's handsome. He's got a smile that lit up the corridor. My wife's going, oh, good morning. <laughs> Diane, if that is your real name. Oh, why, good morning. Your little jelly. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. The young ladies were lovely as well. I'm just saying. Well, Diane did say, that's a place I would return to. See? I get it now. See? She didn't tell me why, yeah, but now at, I know. Oh, the flora and the fauna. No. 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 Well, unless uh, his name was Fauna. I don't know. Doubt, doubtful. It is doubtful. It's probably Enrique or something. It's something <laughs> movie star worthy. But it wasn't just him. Everywhere you looked, handsome young men, beautiful young women, <laughs> and, and everybody uh, just bubbly, bubbly. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. We just really, really, really blessed to be there. I, I, I thank all the folks who were there with us. Um, we are aligned with a fair number of them through uh, our, the the the. Uh, in our world, we need help with compliance. Mm -hmm. we, we need we we have a partner. Uh, Mark Basak is our social security partner. Kagan Morris is our annuity partner. SFA is our partner to keep us um, aligned. Keep us regulatorily happy and all that other kind of good stuff and and they organize these opportunities for us to share ideas i want to thank all of them they were fantastic it was great great fun 610-720-7900 alyssa at askmtm.com do you want to go there first sure okay knock yourself out all right we got this email that says Alyssa and jean a question for your saturday morning show i frequently receive invitations to free dinners to listen to a sales pitch. The most recent invitation states, the keys to retiring tax-free in today's economy. Learn what an LIRP is and why senators, congressmen, and high-paid executives use this winning strategy to create tax-free income. So what is an LIRP? I am 68 years old, retired, but working part-time in a fun job. Thank you for your guidance, signed, a loyal listener. Well, I'll tell you that the only thing I know is that LIRP stands for Life Insurance Retirement Plan. And I imagine it has something to do with the fact that some life insurance policies give you cash value. Uh, that's as far as I've got. So I'm turning this one over <laughs> to Gene. What the heck is an LIRP? Yeah, on occasion, Alyssa's happy Gene is here. That's so right. That's a good thing. <laughs> Um, earning his pay. <laughs> okay, uh, LIRP, uh, L-I-R-P, Life Insurance Retirement Plan, is simply a marketing term. If you go to the Department of Labor that regulates retirement plans, you will not find a LIRP. Okay. Uh, if you go to the 401Ks, the 403Bs, the IRAs of the world, the Roth IRAs of the world, you will not find LIRP. LIRP is a clever, so they think, um, reference uh, uh, a clever uh, hook for marketing and uh, read the um, uh, read the title of the, uh, the free dinner invitation yeah, sure the keys to retiring tax-free in today's economy learn what a LERP is and why senators congressmen and high-paid executives use this winning strategy to create tax-free income could they hype it more no well, and the reality is, if they were uh, investment advisors, that is illegal. Mm. That title is illegal. Um, they're not. 
They're life insurance salesmen. And our loyal listener, we don't know who this is. You may know. I don't know. Um, it's a woman whose name is escaping me. Okay, that's right. But bottom line is um, she is very wise because mm-hmm. she starts out with salesmen. Mm-hmm. Invited to talk about salesmen. These are salespeople, men and women, who are very interested in you buying their product, life insurance, particularly what are, what's called whole life insurance. And it whole life insurance is, is a generic term that simply means uh, a life insurance policy that's set up, that's intended to be held the whole of your life, the entirety of your life, as opposed to term life insurance. And term life insurance is intended to be held for a specific term. Um, the most common use of term life insurance is um, we just had a baby. Oh my gosh, what would happen if we if we died? How would the baby live? What where would because we're just starting out in life and we have like twenty grand in the bank, mm-hmm. life insurance, and you get maybe a twenty year term, raise the baby up. And during that term, if something happens to mom and dad, the baby goes off to their guardian with several hundred thousand dollars to support them, hopefully way more than several hundred thousand because kids are really expensive, really expensive. Um, bottom line is um, whether it's a mortgage, hey, I just got a 30-year mortgage and I want to have a 30-year term life insurance, it builds no cash value, it's very inexpensive, can be very, very useful, it's a very powerful tool. On the whole life insurance side, there are some flavors as well. Universal life, universal variable life, lots of different, again, marketing phrases with the idea of suggesting that they're very sophisticated and very, ooh, mysterious. And they have to be. These are secrets. These are secrets. Obviously, they're secrets because senators and corporate executives have these these are not for the, shh, don't tell your friends that you're on the inside track. Okay, having set the mysterious stage, life insurance retirement plan is not a retirement plan. It's a life insurance policy that builds cash value, and their, their claim to fame is when you have cash value in the life insurance policy, a life insurance, any life insurance policy, you can borrow against that, mm-hmm. take the money out tax-free. Yep. Okay. So the premise is that you will set up a life insurance contract. You will pay in a very large sum of money every year. That translates into very high commissions for the salesman. You will pay that in for quite a number of years. And then in your retirement years, you will borrow against the cash value. Cash value loans against life insurance policies are indeed tax-free, as are the proceeds of any loan. Mm -hmm. And life insurance loans are not required to be paid back during your lifetime until they reach a certain critical mass where you have now borrowed more than life insurance company is comfortable with, and then they will stop you. And then they will take the policy, and when you croak, and you will... Mortality still running right at that 100% number, right, right, <laughs> like right there, 100%, you're going to die. They take all the proceeds and they pay off the loan with interest. So um, tax-free, sure. Huh. Is, is a Roth IRA tax-free in retirement? Yes. Sure. Is a, is a Roth 401k tax-free in retirement? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Um, the key, in my mind, differentials between uh, Roth IRA and 401k versus the LERP, and by the way, it's every bit as good as it sounds, LERP, if you are dealing with a quality insurance company, one of the first things they will teach you, uh, their new salespeople, is life insurance is not an investment. Life insurance, the purpose of life insurance is protection. Yeah. So when you conflate, ooh, cool, cool word, conflate inflation, I'm sorry, uh, investment with um, the insurance protection, uh, you are setting yourself up for problems. They will, I, there are a number of folks, bankonyourself.com has advertised on WAB for decades. I know the woman who runs the program. She makes claim you never lose a dime except uh, the first three years, you're always behind. You put money in, you're, you never have all of your money in the first three years. And we've run analysis where over a 20-year term, the internal rate of return was 3% versus a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k, where the internal rate of return might be 6%. Mm-hmm. Plus, there are those commissions. Oh. Naughty little commissions. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Good song. This is excellent. This is my jam. This is your jam? One of my many. Strawberry? It's about me. The song's it? about me. All she wants to do is dance. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> Well, we have a call coming in, so I'm going to take a quick break so John can get out of here and get on the phone. 610-720-7900. Your call's after this on More Than Money. I'm not sure we gave John free reign. I think John grabbed the I'm, reins. I'm glad he did. And he's dragging us around the world. I'm That's, glad he so did. So you got a little Don Henley there for the girl that wants to dance, yep. dance, dance, yep. which totally appropriate. That's right. And then uh, I wander around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to uh, More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickerson. You have Alyssa Young. Shortly, Alyssa is going to launch into an interview with our very good friend, and trusted partner, Mr. Kagan Morris of Vash Brokerage. Fantastic. We'll do that momentarily. Uh, election results are what they are. And if you have concerns about how to adjust your portfolio in light of those results, let us know. Markets were up markedly this week, particularly on Thursday, where they jumped pretty dramatically based on a better than expected CPI report. Mm-hmm. We had a great PBS 39 interview this week with uh, Barry and Amy of uh, Josh Early Candy's fantastic folks, brother and sister working together on the fifth generation. Very, very cool indeed. Crypto's under tremendous pressure. Bitcoin in particular under $17,000 after topping well over $60,000 not many, many months ago. And several Bitcoin or crypto exchanges are under pressure, including ETF, which 
appears to be headed to uh, bankruptcy. Uh, I want to thank all of our veterans. Veterans Day was yesterday. I hope you thanked the veteran. And if you did not, it's not too late. It's never too late to thank a veteran. And uh, he, uh, best wishes for a quick healing goes out to Diane, if mm -hmm. that is her real name, as uh, she suffered a bit of a, a pretty... A boo-boo. Oh, yeah, I think <laughs> nine stitches that opened your knee mm. from side to side is a bit more than boo-boo. Yes. And yet she is handling it very, very well. But you're... Uh, your, your thoughts and prayers much, much appreciated. Mm -hmm. So if you'll keep her in your prayers. And uh, again, thanks to my good friend Carmen for alerting me to the fact that Puerto Rico is such a beautiful place and the people are so beautiful. That's all our housekeeping. Uh, now I turn the microphone over to the host of More Than Money, Alyssa Young. Oh, thank you, sir. Well, I am um, pleased to welcome Kagan Morris to the show this morning. Kagan has joined us several times um, in the past, and we've spoken a lot about specifically annuities. Um, today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. It, of course, annuities always are a possible component of the overall conversation, but we're going to focus on Social Security and taxes. Um, so let's... Um, introduce Kagan now and then we'll dig into it. Good morning, Kagan. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Yeah, good morning, Alyssa. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are how are you handling um life with two little ones? Are you ho holding up there? You were they, did they have you up like a few hours ago or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they did have me up, but uh, my oldest is usually one that wakes me up and he's very gentle and sweet and he says Daddy, it's time to get donuts. So it's always a good thing to hear Saturday morning. You so know, it was a great, great wake up. If someone woke me up, up saying that, I I don't think I would have a problem with it. You know, it's time to yeah. get donuts. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it is. That's a great idea. Uh-huh. I woke up recharged and ready to go. <laughs> well, I'm going to maybe talk to my kids about waking me up um, with donuts. <laughs> right. uh, so you reached out to me um, with this um interesting um, suggestion for a, a conversation you thought would benefit um, our listeners because it's a topic that um, you find to be very important and um, very educational, right? Because there's some, some right. neat things we're going to talk about people might not realize. Um, and it kind of stemmed from the announcement about the Social Security cost of living adjustment for 2023. Um, when that was announced, it's tied to the inflation rate. Um, we learned that people who are collecting Social Security would get a little uh, increase of 8.7% for next year, right? Mm -hmm. And that means mm -hmm. more money coming in. And along with that adjustment, um, we also have new numbers for the earning limit for when people are collecting Social Security before full retirement age. Um, mm -hmm. They're allowed to collect more, earn more money and still collect their Social Security. So that number goes up to $21,240 if you're not yet full retirement age and you're also collecting Social Security. So one of the things you wanted to touch on uh, about that is, yes, there's more money coming in, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have more purchasing power um, and you read an article that talks about why that is. Can you enlighten our listeners a little bit about um, where those dollars are going? Yeah, absolutely. And I can kind of touch base on um, why it, it, you know, why it catches my eye. So first off, I'll say, as you mentioned, I usually come on the show and talk about annuities. 
typically what I really focus on is just guaranteed income in general, which part of that, you know, can come from an annuity in the portfolio. But the other piece that I talk about very frequently, of course, is Social Security, because that almost, you know, that impacts almost everyone. Mm -hmm. Very few people are not eligible for some sort of Social Security benefit, whether that's retirement or disability benefits. So I pay a lot of attention to those. And starting back in March of 2020, as everyone I'm sure is aware of that month, back when the pandemic really caught fire in the U.S., and things started to lock down, what first caught my attention with Social Security was initially just focusing on the trust fund, because I knew there was going to be some issues with that, and that the pandemic was kind of an accelerant for that depletion of the trust fund. But then I started focusing on, well, these costs are going up, but how much these costs are actually being uh, essentially uh, cooked into that cost of living adjustment, if you will, right? Because retirees spend money a lot different than maybe I would, right? As you mentioned, I got two little ones. Uh, so that's what caught my attention. And then ironically, this year, as they're talking about what that costing, uh, cost of living adjustments forecasted to be, uh, there was some studies done and they found that, hey, even though you see this nice big number to expect uh, an increase in your benefits next January, uh, pump the brakes, you may not actually be walking home with more money than you expected. Right now, the reason behind that, you know, when you look at the cost of living adjustments that they announce every year, they get that from the CPIW index and everything that, you know, it's essentially a basket of goods, right, that they use to track to determine what the increase in costs are and various things. One of the biggest problems with that is it doesn't necessarily 100 uh, percent reflect what are ways retirees spend their money. Right. And it's weighted in different areas. Part of it, historically speaking, is a very light weight towards uh, medical costs going up, which we've seen go up dramatically over the last several years. Now, obviously, I don't believe we have any increases in Medicare costs this year, but historically, those have eaten up a lot of the costs, right? Mm -hmm. The other problem is when you see these 8 or 9% increases in the cost of living adjustment, the tax brackets that I believe were set back in 1984 – to determine how much of your Social Security benefits are going to be taxable have not changed. You know, you mentioned the uh, retirement earnings test numbers. Those get indexed for inflation every single year, which is great. You can earn more money and collect Social Security benefits if you choose to. Mm -hmm. However, to determine how much of your Social Security income is taxable has not changed since 84 when it was first implemented uh, to have uh, potentially federal income taxes come out. So that's actually part of the biggest piece of the puzzle is what happens is people that maybe not or maybe were not paying taxes on their benefits before end up getting such a large increase at the following year. Now, all of a sudden, they're shocked to find out that they're now paying taxes on their Social Security benefit, which, of course, equated to not earning more uh, or earning as much as they thought they were going to get with that cost of living adjustment. Right. So your, your benefit increases, but then more of it is taken out for taxes. So you're not you don't really have more as much more money in your pocket. Yes, exactly. Not as much as you thought anyways. Right. right? Um, and to touch on the medical cost um, item, that was one piece of good news uh, that next year the Medicare Part B premium will actually be less. It's going down mm -hmm. from $171 a month to $164 a month in 2023. So um, that gives us a tiny little... Um, reprieve. <laughs> a so, little breathing room. Yes. yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about that tax issue, those tax brackets. Um, it's a mm -hmm. complicated uh, formula, and that's why um, people don't really like to talk about taxes and like to do or do their own tax return. Um, but <laughs> we, we use this formula um, for combined income 
right, to determine yep. um, how much of your Social Security income is taxed. And um, do you want to give people like a 30,000 foot view of what that means? Yeah, sure. And some people on the line may have heard someone call it provisional income. You could really call it either one, provisional or combined income. But like you said, high-level overview, what that is, is your adjusted gross income plus your non-taxable interest uh, and then plus half of your Social Security benefit. Mm -hmm. So it sounds kind of complicated, but if you write it out and you look at it, you'll say, okay, this, this kind of makes sense. Now, why they do it that way, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't explain why. <laughs> but that's how they have you calculate your combined income. Okay. So uh, as you explained earlier, there's these tax brackets that say if you make if your combined income is between this number and this number, you can pay income tax on up to 50 percent of your Social Security. But then once your combined income exceeds that upper limit, then your up to 85 percent of your Social Security can be taxed. Yep. Uh, now, this is a concept that introduces something a lot of people might not have heard about, um, the tax torpedo. Mm -hmm. uh, I Correct. learned about this in my retirement income certified professional coursework, which uh, a program that you um, facilitate and you introduced me to, and I'm so grateful for because um, I've learned so many things that have been um, helpful for my clients. And this tax torpedo concept was something that um, I had never heard about. Can you explain that for people? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, I'll, I'll try to keep this one semi-high level. I'll get a little bit in depth on it because I know, um, I think when I spoke with you, Liz, when we first looked at this, you, your eyes can kind of water or glaze over when you're first <laughs> taking a look at this because it is confusing, right? Mm -hmm. So essentially, high level, what the tax torpedo is, specifically talking about your Social Security benefits, similar to like we were talking you know, with getting uh, maybe people paying taxes they weren't expecting before. So how this works in general, the concept is for, you know, you may add an extra dollar of income uh, this year, but it turns out that extra dollar actually increased your taxable income by more than that dollar that you received in extra benefits, right? That's the high level what it means. Now, that's the part that confuses people. They say, well, hold on a minute. How does one extra dollar of income uh, mean more than a dollar, you know, above that dollar of taxable income. It doesn't make sense. How can I be taxed on more money than I'm receiving this year? Mm -hmm. Well, it all comes down to those tax brackets like you mentioned, right? So uh, if you think about it in your combined income, that's determining how much of your Social Security benefits are taxable. If you just receive one extra dollar, it might be an IRA distribution or from, from your RMDs, what have you, that one extra dollar now goes into that calculation to determine how much of your Social Security benefits are taxable, right? So you gave the scenario, you gave the brackets, right? So the middle bracket up to 50% may be taxable. We'll use that scenario. So if you got an extra dollar of income, you go through that combined income equation, that extra dollar now actually turned out to be an extra dollar 50 of taxable income uh, when they go to pay um, uh, during tax season, right? So that's a very high level I'm sure there's some accountants out there frustrated that I didn't go in depth, but that's a high level of what it is without getting too technical. Uh, and that's how that impacts you because you don't expect it, right? You think, great, I got an extra extra couple bucks this year in income. What well, turns out those extra couple dollars may lead to even more than you expected from a taxable income perspective. Right. So now let's talk about, it. is there a limited like window where this happens? 
like what what do you how do you know or what do you what can you do to prevent it like you, obviously we know if you didn't have that extra dollar you're in the lower tax bracket so you don't have that issue right. then you know what 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 can you do um about this scenario and, and how often do you fall into it yeah great question first it's tough to say how many people will be impacted by it because you know before these major cost of living adjustments you know, uh, what we saw, I believe, and I'm, I'm going to botch the numbers here, but it was around 40, 50, maybe even upwards of 60 percent uh, a few years ago. People were getting Social Security benefits and not paying any taxes on it, which typically means that not only is Social Security your primary source, but it might be 80 to 100 percent of your full income in retirement, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily the best situation. However, you're not paying taxes on it. With these cost of living adjustments, those numbers are going down, meaning more and more people are now paying tax and Social Security benefits, which opens up a lot more people uh, to this tax torpedo issue where, again, they think they're getting more money, but it turns out they may not because now they're paying taxes when they weren't before. So <clears throat> how can we adjust that? I would say go back, take a look at the combined income equation, right? So uh, what can we do to maybe decrease our adjusted gross income? I would say one of the easy things, and I, I hate to have the annuity guy come back out here, and uh, I should throw in a disclosure that you guys at More Than Money do a lot more, a litany of other things than what I'll talk about here, but I'll give a few things that I encounter when I'm working with, with clients on this. And the first, you know, how often does someone have a CD? They just want it to be safe and earn some interest, right? Mm -hmm. That's great. However, for your Social Security benefits, that may not be as good because you're going to get that 1099 every year for the interest that you got on that CD, and that's going to go towards your adjusted gross income there and increase how much you may actually end up paying uh, in uh, your uh, Social Security benefits being taxed, pardon me. Mm -hmm. One way to get around that, get into something that's tax deferred, right? So, of course, if your CD is already IRA, you're fine. However, most people have that in the form of cash, right? It's after-tax dollars. You can move that into something very similar like a fixed annuity. Now that interest you're still earning each year, you're probably going to earn more interest, but that interest is going to be tax-deferred and giving you the ability to take it out when you need it and give you a little bit more flexibility in planning, right? Now, this is typically money that you're just sitting on the sidelines. You're not really needing for income. However, it's impacting your income by increasing your tax bill at the end of the year. Mm. So that's one thing you can do to try to lower that tax liability. The other piece uh, is people, unfortunately, let's uh, fast forward in that scenario. You have that annuity. You did a good job. You reduced your tax bill. Well, now you need to start taking money out of it, okay? One of the biggest flaws, I would say, when it comes to that annuity now is typically what they have you do is take your distributions out. They call it LIFO, which means last in, first out. So any interest you earn is going to come out first. All that interest would get counted towards your adjusted gross income, hence increasing your combined income, right? Yep. However, there are ways. Uh, that people can work with you guys there at the office and get what they call exclusion ratios. And what they can do is get part cost basis and part interest. That cost basis being the key because that's money you've already paid taxes on, and that cost basis is completely exempt from that combined income equation, uh, thus reducing your combined income and then hopefully helping saving you some taxes elsewhere on top of your Social Security benefits as well. So that's a couple big areas. Uh, to reduce that tax liability uh, as well. Okay, great. Um, a couple other ideas. One, we talked about in the um, 
the course that I, I've been taking um, is actually to, it, this is sort of a preventative, I guess, uh, measure, because if you're already taking your Social Security, maybe it's too late. But it's one of the reasons um, we advocate for def deferring your Social Security benefit to maximize it, right? Because if you take mm -hmm. more Social Security and you can um, lower the amount of gross income that you're taking, like your distributions from your IRAs and things like that, you, it has a lower effect on your combined income and your tax bracket because only half of your Social Security benefit counts toward your combined income, right? So if That's, you're yeah. if you have a bigger portion of your Social Security making up your income, it will keep your tax liability lower. You got it. Absolutely right. Because you're getting more more money in that regard, and only half of it, like you said, is going towards that combined income. Right. You know, another one I forgot there, too, on reducing your tax liability. And this one's tough. you got to be careful with it. And, again, this is why it's important to talk to you guys there at, at More Than Money, is you actually have the ability, if you are in a situation, let's say you do have a lot of qualified dollars, and you're not needing all of that money, all of a sudden you get to age 72, and now you're forced to take these distributions, right? Mm hmm well, you actually have the ability to minimize or reduce those uh, distributions only by a little bit, not a lot, but you can reduce them by a little bit and put them in a vehicle that will trigger income, you know, maybe age 80 or 85. Now, a single person may not be overly attracted to that idea, but if you're married, that's a very attractive idea because what you're doing is minimizing your tax burden today, maximizing hopefully your combined income that you are minimizing combined income to maximize your Social Security benefits, but also protecting you and your spouse as like a form of longevity insurance, you know, later down the road when you're probably going to need that money the most to help offset some of those health care costs. So that's another way to try to look at it from a taxation perspective to help today uh, and offset some costs in the future. Okay. Um, one other yeah. thought, of course, too, is having that tax diversity in retirement when you have like a Roth IRA and a, tradi a traditional IRA, if you need to pull money from both of those sources, um, adding some tax-free income that doesn't count toward your adjusted gross income, make sure you have enough money to pay your bills, but without increasing the taxable uh, income. So that's another strategy. And one of the reasons I always advocate for my younger clients to build up uh, another type of account, a tax-free account, um, so you always have those options in the future and it won't um, you know, affect your taxes as much. You're absolutely right. And one, one thing I'll add, too, because uh, I, I probably should have mentioned this in your combined income, that piece that says non-taxable interest, some people may be thinking, what is that? Well, historically, you know, municipal bonds are great, right? You're not paying any taxes on those. Mm -hmm. However, they still go in the calculation for combined income. So where those muni bonds are nice, from a pure uh, income or taxation perspective on themselves, they don't actually help you when it comes to your combined income. So you're 100% right, Alyssa. I always advocate for the same thing. Uh, if you can you know, have some sort of Roth diversification, those do not count at all towards the equation. Those are truly tax-free uh, as long as you follow the rules on that, and they do not count towards your combined income. Uh, and I think that's especially going forward going to be a – uh, a great uh, thing for people to take advantage of. And I completely uh, condone looking into or recommend looking into those Roth conversions while you can, um, especially in this environment, right? We still have uh, all-time low in taxes uh, before those sunsets. So now's a great time to look at doing uh, those Roth conversion strategies. The other way you can do it as well uh, is, and, and this is one I, I don't want to pretend to be an expert on, but 
Uh, we obviously have people at ASH that can help and have some conversation with your folks there. But uh, you could take uh, distributions from uh, cash value life policies as well uh, that do not count towards that combined income. So those for a little different uh, type of audience, but those are also available as well. Several ways you can get some money uh, and not increase your combined income. Excellent. And one other quick thing we'll touch on, because we've talked about it many times, to reduce um, that, that your RMDs if you don't need the money, but it's just creating a tax liability uh, and you are a person who has charitable giving goals, QCDs, Qualified Charitable Distributions, can help you defer that tax by or eliminate that tax by giving your RMD directly to a charity and therefore that money does not count as taxable income. So that's one other strategy that we can throw in the mix if, um, you know, if it helps in your situation. Awesome. Well, Kagan, thank you so much for the um, food for thought. I'm sure that's going to have some gears turning in a lot of our listeners' heads. Do- donuts for thought. And donuts. I- <laughs> right. <laughs> have you had a donut this morning? And if so, what kind? Uh, first off, you know I had a donut already this morning. <laughs> I had two. Um, I uh, did. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's my go-to, just typical cake donut with just a little bit of chocolate uh, icing on top. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I had a second one that was a pure uh, cherry cake donut, mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal, both nice of them. choices. Well, obviously, it helped your brain power because you were very helpful. <laughs> Thank you so much for the great information and for taking the time out okay. of your busy morning to talk with us and our audience. We appreciate it very much. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, both of you. Oh, you're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. God bless. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. He is always a wealth of information. Uh, indeed, and uh, a fine young man as well, and a strong dad, and a strong partner for his wife, and just uh, the kind of people that we like to be around. Uh, you get to make some choices in this world, and that's one of the best. He also gave me some interesting insight about college football when I spoke to him on the phone yesterday. Kagan played football in college. Uh, shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big guy. Yeah, that's why he's eating those donuts. He needs to keep uh, keep his strength up. up. Yep. Exactly. Right. In case he has to block a tight end. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Fantastic first hour. Another great hour coming up. So stick with us right here on More Than Money. bless all of you and uh, God bless and thank Kagan Morris for spending part of his Saturday morning. He's an hour earlier than we are. So the fact that he has young ones getting him up and early, up and out early for a little bit of donut daddy. Come on, donut daddy.
Uh, <laughs> we we took advantage, and and thank you so much. Um, Melissa did a great job on the interview. Kagan did a great job on sharing information. That's a great deal. If you're tuning in and going, what interview? I just <laughs> turned in. Uh, keep in mind that our shows are a podcast. They are placed on our website Mondays approximately noon. John does his, I'm sorry, Dawn's little boy Johnny does his magic uh, from a technology standpoint. Gets us all the shows uh, over to Megan who puts them on our website. So if you missed uh, Kagan's interview, you're, you, you should be modestly sad now and very happy on Monday that you get a chance to tune in and check that out. Uh, 610-720-7900. Alyssa Young, your host, is here. I have a little um, something personal to share for a moment, well, if you don't mind. It's not going to be TMI. Is no. It, is it going to be awkward? No. I mean, I could wait in the hallway. No, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I think you'll appreciate it. That's why I uh, want to share it. Nice. Um, so last week, well, it was Monday. Uh, time is a blur. On Monday, we had a memorial service for my husband's great uncle, um, whom we lost uh, on Halloween. Um, it was a sudden, unexpected thing and mm. sad. But he was 83 years old, and his name was Robert Mertz. And I say that because he had a lot of friends in the community. Oh, nice. And um, it was nice to see the turnout at his service and hear the stories people shared and the way they described him as someone who uh, drew people to him. Mm. And he was very service-minded, and he was a veteran. Mm. And um, I just was touched by uh, the the fact that his personality and uh, um, his spirit, you know, built so many relationships with so many different people. Mm. And uh, it was touching to see all of them come together to celebrate his life. It's sad that he's gone. And we we are sad for our great aunt Nancy, who, mm. you know, lives on with without him there by her side every day. But he uh, at 83 had told my mother-in-law that he lived a good life and he was satisfied and he was ready if when it's his time to go it's okay you know it's okay he he did what he had to do and um would leave on a you know positive note so um those were all reassuring things for us to hear Mm. but i just um i shared this because it was it was important reminder i think for everybody who's still living that um the impact you have on the people around you and the relationships that you build in your life are really your best like legacy. Mm. And he was, he proved that he was a character. Um, but I, I love the fact that so many people appreciated him and they told great stories and, um, you know, so it, it, we're sad and we'll miss him a lot, but at the same time, it was like really nice that, Oh, this is what he built and left behind and great memories. And yeah. So that's wonderful. That is just wonderful. Uh, what a wonderful tribute to Uncle, Uncle Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, yeah, what a wonderful tribute. <laughs> That's what we called him, Uncle Bobby. And uh, <laughs> if you could live your whole life like Uncle Bobby, you'd be doing something pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Um, and you're right. We are sad. We are sad because um, we are selfish. Mm-hmm. And and we want what we want, and we want the people we love to stay with us forever. Mm-hmm. And um, the forever part is going to happen. Yep. It is going to happen. Um, but he has already graduated. Yeah, he, he got his uh, he got his diploma. He's gone fishing. Uh, he, well, he's doing all the stuff <laughs> that uh, that heaven provides. 
And yes, we miss him. My my uh, the the graduation analogy was one my dad shared with me. Uh, I lost a cousin when I was quite young, and it was devastating because we were so close. And he said, "Yeah, I I get it. That's because you're hurting, and it's that's all about you." But now, if you think about him, uh, he's graduated. Yeah. And it's not no no different than when your best friend, who's a year older than you, graduates and leaves high school, and now they're gone. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. They're in a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly if you went to my high school, <laughs> they're in a much better place. Seriously, um, they're in a better place. And someday soon, you will be That's too. Because right. yep. and you say soon, you go. What you think somebody's going to die tomorrow? I don't know when you're going to go. Right. And neither do you. So I, I, I don't know. What I do know is that compared to eternity, 83 years is a blip. <laughs> it's a blip. And there were lots of folks up there waiting for him. That's right. So, and, and for them it was, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Because 83 years versus eternity is like tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Reminds me of the, uh, the silly but kind of interesting joke of the young man that's talking to God. And he says, God, to, to you, what, what's like a million years? He says, it's, 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 like, it's a second. It's just a second. He says, wow. So, so like a million dollars, he says, it's like a penny. It's like a penny. Because so, the young man was a little bit of a smart butt. He said, so, hey, God, could, uh, could you send me a penny? And God said, sure, just give me a second. <laughs> it's, it, you gotta think big. that's cute it's the long game yeah that's it's right it's the long game and uncle bobby played the long game he played the long game because he had such a positive impact and because he was a golfer well all right <laughs> i'm i was not prepared for that so for you those of you who loved golfing, and isn't that long game? That's that's well, part, right? That's, that's part a golf of term, it. right? It's I don't know golf. That's part of it. Yeah. It's <laughs> not, okay. <laughs> Sorry. For all the golfers out there, that's an uh, that's an unqualified endorsement that if you play golf, you're a really great guy. <laughs> uh, except for some. No, I meant he played the long game because he was a golfer. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, Sorry. I, I, clearly, you don't. But that's okay. <laughs> we'll live with that. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Again, thanks to Kagan Morris. Um, the elections we have moved well past that at this point in our practice. So if you have concerns about how the elections might impact your investments or your financial picture, please let us know. We're happy. Send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. We'll arrange a second opinion meeting for you. The markets responded uh, to the election, to the uh, CPI numbers being very good. And as a result, the markets had a very good week. Mm -hmm. So we had a very solid, very, very solid October and we are starting November, starting November, what, we're Ugh. almost almost halfway it's what, done. The, is it the 12th? 12th today. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, did you get your turkey yet, by the way? Uh, I don't make a turkey. Oh, okay, because so, Diane no. ordered her turkey. She's hopeful we get it, but it was announced yesterday that Jandal is no longer taking orders and had to sadly put down a fair number of their birds. Yeah, and, bird flu. I, bird, yeah, yeah, avian flu. So um, um, thank you to Barry and Amy from Josh Early for our PBS interview this past Tuesday. That's available on our website right now, morethanmoneyonline.com. So if you're a big Josh Early fan, and who isn't, uh, or if you're interested in learning about how better to run your business, 
and you should be, uh, or if you just want to hear a really wonderful uh, framework for a five-generation business, and uh, if you want to be really impressed at how good Gene is at uh, at the interview process, mm. there's the email from Jim telling you that Gene did a good job. Would you like me to read this? Oh gosh, no. That's uh, I'll I'll just blush because I'm I'm so shy. <clears throat> um. Anyway, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you can check that out. Veterans Day. We we remember you, and uh, and we we treasure you. We value you. Uh, we got an email from a a client and loyal listener. Uh, perfectly understandable. Uh, asked if this is a scam or not. He got an email from Charles Schwab saying, "Please update your transfer instructions and order new checks." Uh, by December 31st. Uh, For all of you who are clients of uh, MTM and More Than Money and have Schwab accounts, if you have a checkbook attached to that, this is not a scam. This is not a scam. They have changed their underlying bank and they are asking you to go online and make sure that you have the proper instructions for your checks. They will send you new checks. They're not asking you for anything other than confirmation. Mm. And um, this is not a scam. So a little bit of housekeeping. Hey, uh, speaking of housekeeping, we have a couple of events coming up. One we've already announced and one this is the first time you're hearing about it. (laughs) So we have our drive through Christmas celebration Mm. on Saturday, December 3rd. Gene and I will be broadcasting this show live from the MTM World Headquarters, where we encourage you to come by during the show. And I think for a little bit after the show, right, it goes extends a little bit beyond 10 o'clock. 1130. Okay, 1130. Uh, So you can drive around and get a little goodie bag, wave, say hello. Um, So that's something we're looking forward to. So say say hello to who? To us and to (laughs) Santa a.k.a. Chanta Claus. Chanta Claus. Mrs. Claus? Uh, I think Mrs. Claus is going to be there. I know the. I know multiple elves will right. be there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe Murphy will be there. Bring, <gasps> bring the kids. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, bring kids, bring puppies. We really, really like it when you have a dog in your Oh, car. it's fantastic. We'll have dog treats. Yes. So make a plan to, while you're listening to the show that morning, be in your car so you can... Come through and oh, say and that. bring uh, a donation for the Children's Home of East. Exactly, Children's yes. Home of Easton. We're collecting. That's part of our radiothon to raise funds for Children's Home of Easton. So if you come with a little extra, something a little, start your holiday giving season with giving to the kids that need it. And speaking of starting your holiday season, giving to the kids who need it, I am planning another event, an Invest in You event. Um, just like we did last year at the same time, um, to pack shoe boxes for Holiday Hope Chess. Uh, it was a success last year because we donated, I think it was 52, 51 or 52 shoe boxes, and we had a great time doing it. So I am pulling this together on somewhat short notice, but since our system worked so well last year and I have everything sort of like a plan already, it shouldn't be too hard to pull it together. So I'm just asking all of you who are interested in joining me and and Megan and the rest of the MTM team, uh, women in the Lehigh Valley, 
get together for these invest in you events. We've been doing them quarterly. It feels like a while since our last one because we did it at the very beginning of the last quarter. Um, so here we are for quarter four. This will be my fifth invest in you event. Uh, we had a full year of successful gatherings and this one is a repeat of last year's just because I think it's a great fun cause. So if you're interested in it, stay tuned for details. Um, like I said, I'm pulling it together now. Um, I've been very, you guys have been keeping me very busy with, you, you know, a date. Um, my goal yeah. is Thursday, December 1st in the Tentative. evening. Tentative. Yes. So um, don't um, put that in ink, but write it down. Um, my goal is six to seven thirty that night. And I think we're going to do it at the building next door because we need a little more space or, or both or both. Hopefully. So, Wouldn't yeah. So I'm going to stop there tomorrow, uh, Monday morning, check it out, make sure that's available and I will get the details out. So just stay tuned. If you're interested, um, look for email, social media, our website, we'll have everything there. And of course we'll follow up with you in the shows in the next couple of weeks. But um, I just wanted to put that on your radar. The women that were there last year reported back to me that it was fabulous. They loved being together. They loved the holiday spirit. They loved the giving. They loved knowing that they were helping kids that really needed some love at Christmas. Um, can they bring friends? Absolutely. I so, would love it if they bring friends. Uh, last year we had a full house. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very blessed that the EMT building next door has a community room. So yeah, you, you just sign up. We'll find a spot for you. Yep. Um, and I make that a firm commitment. We'll <laughs> find a spot for you. Yep. Bring your friends. Um, there's not a lot of uh, of gross guys around to, that you have to be annoyed no. by. Uh, not me. I'm not allowed to be there. Yeah. I'm not. I was. Don't worry. Gene won't be there. The, the, <laughs> that might be the biggest draw right there. Gene's not going to be there. Okay, sign me up. Sign me up. The only we'll one I was you. allowed at was the uh, the puppies and kittens. No, you were at the 5K. Oh yeah, I was. Wait a minute. So you Maybe crashed I will two be. of our four well, invested in you events. Oh. The 5K. The word crashed was rather. <laughs> Rather appropriate. Yes. I did okay. Last Come year on. we did shoe boxes yeah. first. We did the chocolate and Valentine's in oh, February. That was really good. Yeah. We did the um, animal shelter um, visit and we made treats and collected donations. That was in May. Mm-hmm. And we did the 5K for laughing at my nightmare mm-hmm. in July. And now we're back to shoeboxes. And we'll do different things. in the Maybe Chocolate of Valentine's again. That was also very successful. We'll see. But I really liked this event and the cause. And um, I think everybody else did too. So we're doing it again. Maybe we can break our record for how many boxes we pack. That would be wonderful. So, oh, the other thing I should say is start collecting shoeboxes. If you have some, we're going to need those. So you'll see information about bringing stuff to pack in the boxes, bringing shoeboxes, maybe wrapping paper. We'll feed you dinner. We'll put all that stuff together. And you're targeting December 1st. I am. Which is? Like two, two and, and a half, half weeks. weeks away. Yep. But like I said, <clears throat> I think I can do it very For easily. all of you who doubted um, for even a moment that Alyssa isn't wired well, <laughs> that's enough evidence. Like I said, everybody's for... been keeping me very busy. So I've had, oh, no, I get it. I've I had get all it. this in my brain, but having time to get it done has been a challenge. So um, I'm going to have to go into top speed here over the next couple of weeks, but we well, can do it. Together, we can do it. We have a good team and rely on your team. Rely on your team. <laughs> that's a good. Um, that's a good piece of advice, guys. 
gosh, for almost everything. Yeah. Rely on your team. Yeah. 610, speaking of team, you are part of our team. You are the heart of our team. We're the most relevant radio show on uh, the financial topic in uh, in in America. <laughs> That's a pretty bold statement, but I stand by it um, because you uh, create our agenda. And if you are so inclined, 610-720-7900, uh, no idea. Uh, Alyssa at askmtm.com, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Uh, your emails, I'm guessing, are up to date because uh, mine were offline for about six. I went back to like 3.30 in the morning. Uh, I'm getting current oh, emails. Very good. So and so am yeah. I now. So you uh, can send those to us. Uh, happy to have you. Um, seriously? Yeah. Did you know this? Yeah. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. I'll turn the mic over to Alyssa. Oh right, we have a caller on the line. I'd like to welcome Zane to More Than Money this morning. Good morning, Zane. Good morning. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning, Gene. How are you guys doing? We're great. It's great to hear from you. What's going on? Yes, um, I was just calling in with a question about credit. Ah, so Zane um, is a college student who is actually studying finance, so he's got lots of stuff on his mind on these financial topics, and today you want to talk about credit. What about credit, Zane? What's on your mind? So um, I I personally don't know that much about credit. I I would just say that this question, you know, is related to all audience members because people use credit. Uh, Just how do you improve your credit score if you are stuck, you know, how to get out of the ditch of low credit? When you have other strains to worry about, you know, hmm. like mortgage or rent, student loans or car payments. Yeah, that's a great question. I actually have a couple of clients who are dealing with that very topic. So uh, it is indeed relevant uh, people of all ages. Um, so your credit is is rated on a scale of zero to 100. And the higher the number, the closer to 100, the, the stronger your credit score um, so ways to improve it, first of all, it's something you actually do have to develop and build, right? So when you're young like you are, um, you have no credit if you haven't ever you know, borrowed money or had uh, the opportunity to pay for things on credit. So um, often it's a smart idea to actually get a credit card and use a credit card um, in order to start developing a credit history. And of course, the best thing you can do is to pay your bills on time. Um, so if you borrow money and then you pay it back, late and have late charges that hurts your credit score. So um, the idea of using a credit card, it's convenient because you don't have to carry cash around. Uh, It also, in a lot of cases, you get bonuses or rewards for using a credit, credit card. So sometimes that actually pays off as long as you pay your bill in full and don't incur those steep interest rates. Um, charges. So that's one of the things you can do is actually use it properly. Um, Some things that improve your credit score would be uh, you don't want to owe too much money. Um, The length of time you've had credit will help build your score over time. But one of the things that's really interesting um, is how much credit you have available versus how much you use. Uh, Those things factor into your credit score, which is interesting. So if you're opening a lot of accounts, applying for and opening a lot of credit cards, um, that could actually be detrimental. But especially if you use 
a high amount of your available credit. So there's a, it's called a utilization rate. So like if you have the ability to borrow up to $10,000 and you have used 8,000 of that 10,000, your utilization rate is high. And that could actually be a problem. So if you have a lot available, but you're only using a little, um, that looks better on your credit score. So one of the things I recommended to a client to dig out of a bad credit ditch um, was actually to address that problem. So she had some money to pay off one of her credit cards. And initially she was like, I'll pay it off and then I'll close it. And we looked at her overall picture and it was like, actually, you'd be better off if you pay it off, but leave it open because she still had other credit on on other credit cards that she she was in this debt. And it was like, if you pay that off and leave it open, the portion of, um, you know, credit card debt you have compared to how much you could borrow is going to be lower. So that actually looked better for her. Um, of course, prioritizing paying down debt is important. You mentioned all these other goals you're trying to balance, right? Saving for your future, having car loans, et cetera. And um, the way I like to look at it is comparing the cost of your different types of debt. And if credit card debt has an interest rate of 20%, but your car loan interest rate is 5%, the credit card debt's more expensive. So it's better to pay down that balance faster than it is a less expensive loan. Um, so that's another way to look at that is put that at the top of your list because you're paying. it's costing you a lot more to carry credit card debt than it is a mortgage or something else. Um, you can also use credit repair services. Um, Jean, do you have other tips that I didn't touch on about building or getting out of bad credit? Yeah, specifically, uh, Zane, you're, you're in that... Uh the early stage of your career, you're, you've, you've made some some pretty strong commitments with your college um, um, commitment, your your college efforts. Uh, you're, you're active in uh, important um, financial planning uh, clubs on campus. Uh, you're studying finance. Um, taking the uh, leadership position in your own life will influence a lot of the people around you who have, um, sadly, some pretty poor role models. Um, many of your fellow students have parents who are deeply in debt and uh, are struggling with their own credit issues. And starting fresh, starting clean, is where so many people that we talk to in their 30s, 40s, and 50s would pray to be. If I could just start over, I wouldn't make the same mistakes. That's what I would recommend. I would recommend that you be really clear with the folks around you when they say, hey, let's go to this game. The tickets are only four or 500 bucks. And you go, that's not even remotely in my budget. I don't overspend. Mm -hmm. um, live within your means. Yeah, living within your means is, is the absolute secret to all financial success. It can be said lots of different ways. Uh, spend less than you make. Uh, live within your means. Um, the adage of put 10% of everything you make aside before you spend any of your money has been around literally for thousands of years and been r remarkably successful that whole time. So you're, you're in that wonderful position, you and your friends, of you are fresh and clean. You haven't dug a deep hole uh, or any hole whatsoever. So spend less than you make. 
Be very cautious about what you do spend. Make sure that you're getting good value for the dollar. Uh, use credit cards wisely. They're tools. They can be used either very appropriately or very inappropriately. And sadly, credit card companies are built on taking advantage of young people whose judgment is not yet terribly sound. Hmm. And you get invited to get four, five, six credit cards and get in real deep trouble before you even graduate. So these are the kinds of things to avoid. Those are the kinds of things to do. Pay your bills on time or a little bit early. Your credit score will begin to build rather nicely. Does that help, Zane? Yeah, no, I, that completely, that makes sense. Because I only have one credit card. I've been I've been trying to pay it on time, you know, every month. So I, I get what you're saying. Very good. Well, if there's anything else we can do to help you, you know how to reach us. We appreciate your yeah. call because I'm sure that there's other people who are thinking about the same things. And so that, um, you know, hopefully helps other people in the audience. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your morning to give us a call. And uh, hope you have a good rest of your semester. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Good timing. Look Ooh. at you. Wow. Look at you. You like the interview Maven. Wow. Maven? Is that a superhero? <laughs> Just kidding. To ask Mark and Craig. <clears throat> uh, a little BTO to take us out here. We have uh, 23 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money when we return. We've got some emails in hand. We've got some phone lines open at 610-720-7900. Back after this on More Than Money. Okay, okay, we got the less dance out. Okay, come on. Jeez. It's my all, favorite thing to do. All Alyssa all the time. That's become more than money. Oh, jeez. Forever young. Let's dance. Jeez. So whiz. Can't we get some boring music John back? likes me better than you. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Let's just, can't, can't we just go back to boring music? Why would you want to do that? I, I don't want to. It's just that you're really annoying. I'm sorry. Okay, good. 610-720-7900. Alyssa, and ask, and if you want to send her an email saying how annoying she is, you have my permission. A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. More than money online.com. Dear what? Alyssa, Jean is so annoying. That's what whoa, this email is. <laughs> whoa. Fibber, fibber, pants on fire. You guys are only saying that, you know, because it's true. Um, goodness. 610-720-79. Do an email. Goodness. Do okay, an email. Let's yeah, read an email. Email. Do an email. It says, Gene, I recently moved to the Bethlehem area. Welcome. And have just started watching your TV show on PBS. Nice. After watching the November 1st show, I have two follow-up questions. 
First, you referred to possibly putting cash into CDs that could earn 6% or more. How can I monitor the current rates and where can I purchase the CDs? Mm. And the other question is, if I understood this correctly, you referred to annuities from which one can withdraw and still retain the principal. In other words, eat your cake and have it too. <laughs> can you explain in more detail? Uh, sure. Um, so we'll start with uh, CDs. Sure. We talked last week uh, when Alyssa had more important things to do. That's right. She was on assignment. <laughs> on assignment. The entire family on assignment. That's an important assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young family out and about. We talked about brokered CDs and the fact that uh, through brokers, brokerages, um, Charles Schwab is our go-to brokerage. Um, the um, hmm. yeah, we'll look at that here in a second. Um, the uh, available CDs uh, through the brokers uh, are far and wide uh, f- from a geography standpoint and and from a banking standpoint. So many of the FDIC insured. Uh, uh, CDs have interest rates. He quotes above 6%. I'm not aware of above six and I don't believe I actually said above six. I may have said approaching six. I may have said between four and six. I've seen lots of fours. Yep. Uh, Last I saw on a one year was 4.7. Okay. So uh, FDIC in short, if you don't, uh, if you're you don't get your knickers in a twist about not having FDIC insurance, you might look at a structured note mm-hmm. uh, where, on a principal mm-hmm. protected basis, you might be able to get potentially seven, six, or seven. And if you're looking at a fixed income note where you've got lots of protection, again, it's not FDIC, lots of protection. Uh, you, what do we get? Six point nine. Correct. Yeah, we get six point nine. Yep. So. That's the first one. Yep. And then the second part was about annuities where you can withdraw money and still retain the principal, have eating your cake and having it too. Yeah. um, (laughs) Not can it's, it's as, as much as it sounds too good to be true. It, it isn't either of those things. It's, it's fantastic. It's it's very solid, but it's not too good. And, and it's, uh, it's very understandable. Um, Yes. There is a company that we work with that has a rider that you add to your, uh, annuity and uh, just using simple numbers, you put a hundred grand in the annuity. They give you a guaranteed lifetime income. I'm picking a number five percent. Uh, you get five thousand bucks a year. You take that out for the next thirty years. You took out a hundred and fifty grand, and as long as there's a dollar left in the account when you graduate to the next dimension, assume room temperature. Good. Okay, enough. Um, your heirs get the original hundred thousand bucks. Right. So, yeah, it exists. And and people go, how can they possibly? It's not confusing. There's a slight annual charge, not unlike an insurance premium. Mm-hmm. So, in essence, what you're buying is a cash flow, a, a stream of income, and, and an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not confusing at all. Uh, very cost efficient. Particularly, we have folks who come through who, for whatever reason, are unfortunately uninsurable. They can't get life insurance in the traditional way. This is a wonderful way 
for them to have the cash flow they need in retirement and yet still be guaranteed a legacy to their family. Yeah. Uh, I have clients who have that exact product you're talking about. And not only does it give them that death benefit, um, but the amount of money they're able to withdraw every year is more than the policy they were in before mm. that didn't have that death benefit. So it's a very nice option. Without a doubt, something yeah. to consider, to yep. explore, to yeah. explore. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to John. John, good morning. Hi, Gene. Are you ex- uh, celebrating this dead cat bounce? Uh, moving right along, John. What's your question for us? Uh, two questions. About three years ago, <clears throat> uh, you had uh, some event that was going on. And uh, uh, as a a result of conversations with one of your people, uh, you can email me, but I can't email you back. I I don't know whether he decided to put me in a a trash file or what the situation is, but... uh, I just wanted you to be aware of that. Well, you, you can certainly email either Alyssa or I directly. Yeah, we, there's, we, we, I don't, I'm not aware that we have even the mechanism to block. No, I, any. I, yours is direct. So it's Gene at uh, askmsm.com, I yeah. guess it is. Yeah, that might be the problem right there. It's actually mtm.com. Askmtm.com. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I had. Okay. And that's what you send me. So I, you know, I don't get to, to respond to your emails or make comments. Uh, the other question that I have is, unfortunately, uh, I have insurance, uh, which now is becoming less valuable because of this inflation. Do you have any suggestions as to what to do? My one thought is to cancel a policy, take out all the cash, and uh, put it in alternative investments. What's your thoughts? It really does depend on what your objective is with the value of the insurance policy. If the primary objective is the the, the death benefit, the, the impact on your beneficiaries, then taking the cash out, at least in the in the short run, will end up having them receiving less money because the death benefit is in all likelihood uh, much higher than the cash value and tax free. Uh, in, in actuality, in one one particular policy, that's not the case. It's a um, um, a variable of life insurance policy. The cash value equals the insured value right at the moment. Yeah, then then there's no, if, if that is accurate, there's no reason to leave that with the life insurance company uh, because your, your growth through the increase of dividends, perhaps on the cash value or the crediting inside the cash value of a life insurance contract will undoubtedly be lower than you can achieve by using that same funds either in a... Uh, uh, a, f- a fixed four and a half percent principal guaranteed account or a variable account that over time would get a higher rate of return with lower fees. Now, Alyssa makes a very, very good point 
uh, using numbers that say, picking numbers out of thin air, uh, the cash value and the death benefit are both 100 grand. If you leave it in the life insurance contract, your beneficiaries get the 100 grand tax free. Uh, if you pull it out, there may be taxes. It's not a guarantee. Well, there but would the- be because, you know, it's a contributory policy and uh, there have been gains over and above what's contributed. So that would be taxable, I guess. As well, well as inheritance tax. Well, taxable when, when he pulls it out, his his point is he has to pay income tax on it. So right. why, would it, why would it be inheritance tax? I'm saying if, if it's, you're... It's, it's our money. I'm saying... My it, wife's and I. I'm saying if you're concerned about who... Inher- like a death benefit is for your um, beneficiaries, right? So if when you inherit a, a, ca- a life insurance death benefit... It's tax free. If you inherit an asset, if you invest that money in something in something else, then it will have inheritance tax applied to it. That was my my point. Not not to your wife, but to. Uh, well, I, I I don't know if that's correct or not, but it, uh, listen, it is. Thanks thanks for your help. <laughs> bye bye. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, I'll just say what everybody else out there listening is thinking. There there might be a reason why he doesn't get responses. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you, you gotta. It's a it's a team effort. Yeah, you got to uphold your part of the team effort. Yeah, you can't just be look at me, look at me. Yeah, yeah. and on occasion we get that we we're actually working. I hope it's not the same guy because then I would have been way more snarky. Um, <laughs> we're actually Chad is uh, working diligently, um, way more diligently than I would. I would have told the guy to off about four emails ago keeps getting the same fundamental email from the same guy mm. responds and gets nothing. Maybe it is this gentleman. Right? Yeah. Pick up the phone and call. Yeah. Pick and up then, the freaking phone. And then, and then phone. Lis- listen. Actually pay attention. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is uh, be on broadcast, but then also be on receive. Yeah, yeah. Right. We have an email we can respond to that. Maybe the person will be open to hearing our feedback. <laughs> I'd be happy. To, I'm happy to shift gears. Okay. This uh, email says, my brother has a substantial CD that comes due in five months. The percentage is very low. I assume meaning the interest is very low. Hmm. He would like to cash it in now before the maturity date and reinvest it at a much higher rate at another bank. He knows there will be a penalty. Do you think that is a good idea? And what are penalties in cashing in a CD before maturity? Yeah, if the interest rate is really low, the penalties are really low. Typically, interest rate, I'm sorry, penalties on on broken CDs are three months interest. You forfeit Mm. three months interest. Uh, So if you're you're getting very nothing. Right. Then three months interest of very nothing is is less than very nothing. Pretty close to nothing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and we've seen folks come through the door that have CDs at, at a point, point and a half. Yeah. And uh, two year treasuries are at four and a half. Um, uh, Kagan mentioned uh, fixed annuities. A uh, three year fixed annuities at four, four and a quarter, four and a half. Yep. Um, lots of higher interest rates. So sure, give up. A quarter of a point to gain three and a half percent. Yeah. You know what else? You can deduct the penalty from your taxable income. So I know it's probably negligible, but just another point. If you pay a penalty to break a CD, 
you can take it off your taxable. Did, did that email start with has a substantial amount of money? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, let's 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 think about that just for a second. We'll pump our brakes and we'll because we're pretty excited. <gasps> That's what happened to me two weeks ago, and I got the answer wrong. Melissa <laughs> was so happy. Oh no, my I was God, not. she was just over the bone. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not infallible. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> pretty close. Anyway, um, pick a huge number: five hundred grand. Uh, if they're getting 1% a year right now, that's 5,000 bucks. If they give up three months interest, um, that's about 1250. So assume that's, that's the penalty. 1250 takes the five, same $500,000 and puts it at a 4% rate of return. That's 20 grand a year versus five. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they're, they're going to eat 1250 tax deductibly. To, to go from five to twenty thousand over a twelve month period, that's called a guaranteed profit, <laughs> guaranteed and insured, and you can't lose it even if you're a screw up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> just, right. just throwing that out there, just, yeah. unless you lose the email. I mean, you could. I, that could happen. It's positive. That it's absolutely positive. Uh, Jeez. 610-720-7900. Great fun. It's just, I tell you, it's the best fun. It really is. It, it truly is. Uh, Zane, you are very welcome. God bless you, son. Uh, why don't we do another? Sure. Oh, you know what? No, let's do this first. Okay. I got a, um, we, we are part of an organization that gives us great information. Um, they support financial advisors and, and, and really, really practical stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of financial advisory material out there that's rather dry. And sometimes wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> uh, uh, phone call. Anyway, um, this in particular, uh, they have a, a whole a whole set of checklists of, of things that you, you, you should pay attention to. Okay. And one section of it is called milestones. Okay. And it's things that occur that at certain ages you should mentally have a trigger. Hmm. Uh, at age 50, something amazing happens. Catch-up contribution. Nice. Oh, so That's good. Like a quiz. I'm very impressed. Okay. Uh, at age 50, if you are really committed to bulking up your retirement income, mm-hmm. your retirement assets, uh, you have you have thrown a switch. And you, the amount of money you can put into a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, a Roth IRA goes up dramatically. Age 50. Yeah. Age 55. Uh, you're eligible for in-service withdrawals. Yeah, you're eligible for, for two different things that, that, that are pretty important depending on your and circumstance. I'm sorry? And in-service rollovers. Did you want to talk into a microphone? Sorry. It's just called radio. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was trying not to interrupt you, but also add to what I already said. Yeah, well, you already said in-service rollovers. Yeah. What was the thing you were adding? No, I said, I said in-service withdrawals first, but I... Meant in service Yeah, oh, so you're correcting yourself yes. because what we're seeing here is that you made a mistake. Yes. Wow. I do that too. Yeah, I'll have somebody call in next week and explain why that was wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you, actually, you were, you were not as wrong as you think you are. Okay. At age 55, you can do two things if you're part of a 401k plan. Number one, you can do an in-service rollover. Uh, translation, you don't have to leave your job, but you can take the money out and put it somewhere else. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And number two, if you need to retire, 
through, um, God, is 72T. I think that's the IRS code site. 72T. Yep. You you can take money out of a 401k without paying a penalty. Yes. Which leads us to age 59 and a half. That's when you can start taking money out of your retirement accounts, 401ks, IRAs, without penalty. Prior to that, the penalty is? 10%. So if you are doing it incorrectly or sadly, um, just you were misinformed, you're 58 Hey, I need twenty grand to come out of my uh, my IRA, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I know I'm going to pay tax. Well, you're going to pay tax and and two thousand dollars. Two thousand bucks. It ain't. It's not. And that's not nothing to not, sneeze at. Not exactly right. <laughs> um, so fifty nine and a half. We got uh, ages. It's a range from sixty two to seventy. When you're eligible to start your Social Security benefit. Perfect. Absolutely fantastic. Sixty five. Uh, start Medicare. Excellent. 72. Required minimum distribution. That is true. And the one thing that I will add that I think they missed was 70 and a half. Qualified charitable distribution. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, it's, uh, in the old days, two years ago, the old days, I told you we're the most relevant <laughs> show on radio. We are constantly revising and updating, especially when Gene screws up. Um, <laughs> The old days, the RMD started at? 70 and a half. 70 and a half. And qualified charitable distributions are intended to be connected to RMDs, or at least they were originally. Mm -hmm. And then they pushed the RMD age back to 72, but they did not change the QCD, qualified charitable distribution. Translation, at 70 and a half, you can take money out of your IRA uh, the the annual max is about one hundred thousand, hundred grand. So any from zero, obviously, to modest amounts of money up to large amounts of money. And we actually have a couple clients who are helping church uh, building funds with large amounts of money. And it comes out of the custodian, goes directly to the charity. Does not affect your Medicare premiums. Does not affect your. Um, Social security taxation mm-hmm. does not affect, does not affect. Uh, and yet you're eligible at 70 and a half. You don't have to wait until RMD. So if you're out there and you're approaching any of those milestones, 50, 55, 59 and a half, 62, 65 and 70 and a half, we added that one, and 72, there's things you need to know. Yes. And, and we're the place that you can find out about That's those right. if you're not snarky. If you want to make large donations before you're 70 and a half, yes. um, a way you can do that that also gives you tax benefits is by contributing to a donor-advised fund. Um, so that's something I've been using for one of my clients, and it's a pretty neat tool because they've been able to do a huge Roth conversion and a donor-advised fund contribution at the same time to offset income tax and still get a tax refund. So it's, it's very cool. There's a lot of uh, little, you know, I want to call them tricks, but strategies uh, that you can use if you know the rules and you work with the right team. So I've been collaborating with Diane and if that is, it, her and, yeah, I'm pretty right. sure, pretty sure that it is. It um, was on her ER medical bracelet. Oh, then yes. I, is that 
official confirmation uh, then? I guess. <laughs> I hope so for, for our insurance, ins- our health insurance purposes it is. Yeah. But there's another thing to keep in mind. Um, so if you have goals like that that you're just not sure, is there a better way to do this? Call us because we can talk through it with you and maybe come up with a very cool uh, strategy. The um, community that we call the Lehigh Valley, it's pretty broad, but mm-hmm. but pick any one of the smaller pieces of that community. The people in the Lehigh Valley in general, all politicians aside, they're all ick, but the people of the Lehigh Valley in general are so generous. They are so generous. They are generous with... Every one of the nonprofits that we support, they are amazingly supportive of their churches. Um, that it, it, the list goes on and on. And yes, there are ways that you can be, um, you can do good and also do well if you use the proper strategies. Uh, the donor advised fund for a lot of folks uh, is is something that uh, they they've not bumped into. Uh, we. We're fortunate a number of years ago to uh, be introduced to that strategy. When I say we, Diane and I, and we have been employing it ever since. So while we can uh, uh, tithe um, personally, we can also uh, use our donor advised fund from our corporation. And Mm -hmm. our donor advised fund, uh, we got a chance to to title that, the the More Than Money uh, Foundation for American Values. And when we say that, we don't take those words lightly. We're very, very serious about that. And a number of you have been very generous to our donor advised fund. So um, great strategy, great opportunity, and another area to explore. And I think that's one of the things that we do, if if I may blow our horn just a bit. I think it's one of the things we do the best. I think the exploration piece of making financial decisions is critical and largely uh, uh, overlooked by lots and lots and lots of people, particularly life insurance salesmen, mm-hmm. annuity salesmen. So if you fall into those two categories, maybe you know suck it up buttercup and change the way you're doing things and uh, actually um, reorder your priorities and start with what's best for my client. Options. Give them options, yeah. give them, uh, and, and at the very least, do do give them the uh, res- give them the respect of asking all the right questions so that you can help develop strategies strategies that fit them. Uh, we're coming to the end of a raucous show. At least it was great fun. I'd like to thank John for calling. That was fun. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank uh, Zane uh, for being part of the show. Kagan, Kagan for being part of the show. If you heard anything that you'd like more information about, we call those free. Second, opinion meetings, all you have to do is ask. You can send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can send me an email, gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. You can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, more than, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com. And, of course, you can go old school. You can call John. You can call. Our phones still work, John. You can absolutely <laughs> call. Email crap, please. 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. By the way, operators are not standing by 
It's called voicemail. Leave us a voicemail or call during the week when real people do business. 610-746-7007. Seriously, leave us a, a voicemail. We'll be glad to get back to you. Thanks so much for being part of the show. We'll see you next week on More Than Money. Thank you.